fama de los impuestos ya empezó. Ya no, porque Boost Mobile te da gratis un Samsung Galaxy A23 5G cuando te cambias y con el poder de las redes 5G más grandes del país. No más drama, ¿qué será de mí? Cámbiate a Boost y llévate un Samsung Galaxy A23 5G gratis. Oferta por tiempo limitado, solo nuevos clientes disponible en ciertas redes. El servicio 5G no está disponible en todas partes. Un dispositivo por línea excluye impuestos, aplican restricciones adicionales. Visita una tienda para detalles. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail, what should we do the history on this week? I was thinking we should do it on a TV show. Yeah, like Recess. Re Recess? What? Never heard of it. Yeah, it takes place in Arkansas. Arkansas? Alex, uh, it's not pronounced that way. How do you pronounce other states' names? You mean like Virginia? <laughs> Illinois? You only got two? You can give us some more? Hey, I'm looking at the other one side and say they're wrong. I, I think you said you were ready. I was ready. <laughs> I made two. I'm looking oh, at other okay. ones. Hold on. I can say, do you think we need more than I'm two? I'm ready. I made one, guys. I got one ready here. Welcome to episode 155 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the His on recess. So right now we are recording a live for our group troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, please sign up for our group troop. All you got to do is go to DizHis.com. You can find the link at the very top as well as seeing our faces. You will be entered into our lovely giveaways at the end of the show today. We were supposed to be giving away two wax melts last week. We're actually going to be giving away two wax melts. At the end of this show, um, all you got to do is join the group troop. We have given away signed comics, which actually I have one to give away here from Alex Saviak still. Um, Disney merch, Diz His merch, many other things. You also get access to our group troop chat where you can interact with us and our other group troop members. We talk Disney daily and have daily Disney-themed questions. And there's also a Wordle chat in there somewhere where everyone does Wordle, which I think I'm going to get into. Plus, our live shows are kind of just messy. So go ahead and join us for as low as 2 bucks a month. At com, And if you want to give us some information, maybe tell us about some history you missed out on or history we got wrong, email us at dizhishistory at gmail.com. Or if you want to send us some information, maybe share a memory with us, call us at 707-842-0345. So obviously, Jen's not here with us today, right? She went to Disneyland this past weekend. She did. And not only did she come back, you know, just having a great time at Disneyland, she also came back with COVID. So her and her family are all sick, so she's unable to join us today. Uh, she she's doing okay. She just you know she has a cough and she didn't want to cough the whole time. Um, so we just hope her well wishes and she'll be back with us next week. But today we are going to be talking about Recess, the Disney show Recess. If you didn't know, Recess is a Disney show, and uh, I've never I've never seen. I mean, I think I've seen a couple of episodes, you know, um, but I really wasn't into it. And this was kind of just a little bit before my time. But Alex, I mean, this is something that you really want to do the do the history on, right? Before your time, I think it'd be after your time. Oh yeah, yeah, this is a little bit after my time for sure. I mean, it was like right after. Yeah, right after. Yes, I did want to do the history on recess because I loved the show growing up. It was, it was awesome, and I know Chris here. He said he liked watching it as well, and uh, it was a pretty successful show actually. You think so? Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, what is it we'll that you guys liked about it? I thought it was. I thought it was. First off, it was entertaining. 
And I liked all the different characters that are part of it. Uh, it was funny. I don't know. It was just good. It was a good animated cartoon. Zoned out. Did you ask me what I liked about Recess? Yes. Yeah. What did you like? What do you like about it? Well, I made a lot of friends. Um, it could have been a little longer, but um, I don't know. Overall, it was just a really good time, like social, like half hour between the day to go to God's side and get some exercise. No, no. I'm talking about the show, the Disney show Recess. See, I, being a teacher, I know a lot about Recess. Right? The show was fine. The show was fine. Would you, <laughs> did you watch this with your sister? Yeah, we watched it. We didn't watch it a lot, though. We were more of like um, Stanley and his goldfish type people and PB and J. But um, Recess, I, I didn't love Recess, but I didn't like it wasn't one of those shows that I watch all the time. But when I did watch it, I did like it. It was a fun show. It was really relatable when you're younger. So I think that's what was really fun about it. But yeah, I, I liked Recess for sure. Uh, from what I know about it, you know, cause I think I have seen it a couple of times. I watched like a little bit of it before um, just a little while ago. There's just uh, so many characters, right? And I really like that about the show that it's almost like Chris kind of said uh, it's very, it was very relatable. Well, if there's so many characters, I feel like almost every kid can, ha can find someone to relate with. Yeah, for sure. So, Alec, I see you put the rating rubric in here, right? Are we going to do that because um, you're the only one? I mean, you can rate it if you want. Why don't you rate it? <laughs> I mean, I could, I could rate it really fast. Um, quality of show. Yeah. You know, uh, three, two, one, three being the best. Definitely give it a, a two. Rate mm -hmm. great or really good. Um, I, I, it, it was a really good show, and I would definitely watch it now if I could. Like, I can't wait for my well, daughter to get older so that we can watch it together. Is it on Disney Plus? It is, but I'm not going to sit and watch a show I've yeah. already watched. I don't like watching things I've seen before. But when my daughter's ready to watch it, I'm excited about that. Or, or and my son when he's old enough, too. And uh, how timeless is the show? The story itself, how timeless is it? Is it? It's actually very timeless because they made it that way. They wanted it to be timeless in a sense that they didn't want it to be a part of any kind of like time stamp. Um, one of the teachers does kind of timestamp a little bit because she's kind of uh, has a 70s feel to her. But this is supposed to be beyond past the 70s. So her being like a 70s feel, maybe she just likes the 70s. and That's why she's that way. And how badly you want to watch this again? I just said I wouldn't watch it again, really, because I've already seen it a lot. And I'm not a big fan of watching things I've seen. But I'm super excited about the day that my daughter and son are old enough to watch it. So I'm not giving it a one, but I will give it a two. Uh, timeless, I didn't say a number for that. Another two, long-lasting, still mostly relevant. And then number four, magic point. Does it get a magic point? I'm going to pull in Joe and say, yes, it does. Wow. Because when I think of recess, I think of, I, I, it makes me happy thinking of this show. So okay. if you're at home doing the math, two, four, six, I give it a seven. So I bad. do. That sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah, and I do want to chime in. I did look this up on IMDb. Mm -hmm. And users on IMDb, 25,000 people reviewed it, giving it a 7.9 out of 10. So pretty, oh, wow. pretty, pretty, pretty much good. an 8. I'd give that, I'd say that rounded up to an 8. Yeah, that's, that's reviewed very, very well for a cartoon, especially. And 25,000 people, that's, you know, it's pretty good, pretty good amount. Yeah. Well, let's get to the his on recess. Recess is an animated series produced by Walt Disney Television Animation. It debuted on September 13, 1997 on ABC. The show ran for six seasons, 
and the last episode aired on November 5th, 2001. The show was very popular and eventually had four movies released between 2001 and 2003. Wow, four movies. That's pretty cool. Have you watched any of the movies, Alex? I have not. I didn't even know there was movies, actually. Well, guess what? That's one of the cool things is now you know that they have movies. Yeah. And these are movies that you have not watched. So when you yeah. watch them with your kids, mm-hmm. then you can go back and watch the movies also, right? Yeah. And actually, in uh, 2019, I was looking, I found this when I was doing the history, but it's not in the history because it's not Disney history. A independent people, a group of people, made a movie which is based off the show Recess. It's called, it's called uh, Third Street, and it's on YouTube, and it's a full movie about the characters in high school. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I think I saw uh, Recess Schools Out. That is one of the movies, yes. Yeah, I think I did see that one. It came out in 2001. Yes. And, you know, I mean, obviously, it looks like the movies came out, you know, after the, mm-hmm. like, the television series, which is cool. Yes. Yeah, continuation of such. And now it's the other way hey. around. What do you mean? Where like movies come out about characters and then TV shows come out to uh, yeah. expand on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right about that. I can't wait for this next part of history. Okay. Paul Germain was one of the creators of Rugrats and worked on the show until its third season. He left Rugrats to team up with Joe and Sullivan Hare, who wrote for Rugrats, but also was a story editor for the first season of Hey Arnold. Germain and Sullivan Hare based Recess off of their own memories from their elementary school days. They also based all the different characters on friends they grew up with. Paul and Joe said in an interview that they were inspired by the 70s sitcom Taxi, which starred a tight group of seven, with a cast of colorful characters popping in and out throughout the series. They wanted to make a timeless show, making sure to dress the characters in classic looks that didn't seem too contemporary for the time. They knew there had been many shows based on kids in the school, but Joe and Paul's favorite memories were their time in the playground. The initial pitch of the show was friends at school, but instead of focusing on them in the classroom, it would focus on their time at recess, maneuvering through the social hierarchy that forms. Before its official premiere, Recess was aired on August 31st, 1997 on ABC as a sneak preview. Recess officially premiered on September 13th, 1997 as part of Disney's One Saturday Morning, which ran on ABC Saturday mornings and directly competed against Fox Kids. After airing, Recess became one of the biggest hits for ABC in the late 90s. So, you know, Rugrats, that was my time. And I love Rugrats. I love Rugrats, too. Yeah, and uh, when I was watching a clip of Recess... Before the show, one of the voices was someone from Rugrats. I don't know who it was, but oh, the voices that that, that I kind of came about, you know, was definitely someone from from Rugrats. I think mm-hmm. it was Chucky. Like I heard Chucky in there. It's like, oh, that's Chucky from like Rugrats, uh-huh. who was actually voiced by a girl. Yes. Uh, and I used to love Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. I think. Yeah. Hey yeah, Arnold's I think great. That was. Yeah, I think that's probably one of my favorite cartoons growing up. Is Hey Arnold. All right, all right, all right, Jess. Now you brought it up. Yeah. Five seconds for each of us. What was your favorite Nickelodeon cartoon growing up? Okay, Doug. Doug's a good one. Um, is All Real Monsters Nickelodeon? Yes. I loved All Real Monsters. I think Angry Beavers was up there for loved me. Angry oh, Beavers. Oh, that was so fun. Yeah, I I think, I think Have Angry you seen the Halloween one with the candy? Probably. I've seen a bunch of them. Hey, that was. Uh, uh, are we going to start a Nickelodeon cartoons podcast? Might have we to. Might. <laughs> you know, Scott's been talking about something like a new show. Maybe you guys can do like a Nickelodeon. That's universal, right? Yeah, I, should, I could add on a third podcast. Oh, I figured, out, I figured out the name for the podcast if we do the universal podcast. Oh, man. What? It's uh, history is universal. History what? is universal. Mm-hmm. That's kind of oh. cool. I like that. Yeah, and you, like you know, that. the thing about that one is that you don't even need to do universal because history is universal. So you can do any kind of history. Yeah, but it's supposed to be universal. <laughs> <laughs> so um, about going back to a little bit of uh, Disney. Um, 
recess, like after reading this paragraph, it's kind of like a sitcom for kids. And I think that's why it was so successful is because the number one reason why people like shows like like uh, Alex and I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Love it's a it. satire on life. Love you it. know what I mean? So it's like we can relate to a lot of the stuff that happens because you can laugh at stuff that we do. Now, recess is... I don't know if kids would love to see, uh, uh, you know, stuff that goes on in the classroom, but at recess when they're having fun, they can see themselves in these characters and they can see themselves and, and their friends and, you know, they can relate to it. And it's kind of fun because recess is always the most fun part of the day at school. So to be able to make a show based off of that was a pretty cool idea, I think. The students attended Third Street Elementary in Little Rock, Arkansas, with antagonist being a strict elderly assistant teacher. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> what was that, Alex? Arkansas. You know Arkansas. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can you make it a can you make it a tradition that every week you pronounce one word in the history just completely, completely wrong? Well, what happened was I was going over the oh I was about to read the history God. and I read it and I was like, oh, it'd be funny if I said Arkansas instead. So I recorded a clip of me saying Arkansas. <laughs> just to get your reaction. You, you should purposely, you should purposely pronounce one word, <laughs> like a really easy word in each one. And be like, I dare you to email us <laughs> at dishishistory at gmail.com. <laughs> the students attended Third Street Elementary in Little Rock, Arkansas, with antagonist being a strict elderly assistant teacher. Both Jermaine and Ansola Beher took great inspiration from their favorite movies and shows with many episodes influenced by classics like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly and Cool Hand Luke. Recess showed the individuality of each main character and how none of them could be placed inside of a stereotypical box. Each episode would involve one or more of them seeking a balance between individuality and social order. Many times, the group found themselves defending themselves and others' freedom from social norms and threats from the administration and peers. A key aspect of the show was the social hierarchy formed between the grades in the school and how a younger student will yield to an older one. The playground itself is ruled by a monarch with various rules enforced as well as unwritten laws that all students live by. The core group throughout the series find themselves defending laws or rules, but also fighting against them if they are being used as a way of oppression. The intro music for the show, as well as its art design, pulls great inspiration from prison escape movies like The Great Escape. Recess was successful during its run, and Paul and Joe were able to form a successful show based around seven characters with multiple supporting characters as well as a key antagonist. Pretty deep stuff. It is really deep. Yeah. Uh, I do. Was this how it is when you guys were growing up at Recess? No. It, I think at my recess, it was kind of like that because we had a big area and it's like the whole grade was out at once. Now, in the show, the whole school seems to be out there at once, which is crazy because they only have one big jungle gym. Um, but I remember it being kind of it was it was such a big area where I went to where, where our elementary school was like the the area where the kids could hang out was so large. There's no way the teachers could watch everything at once. It was impossible. Uh I don't even think like growing up in like elementary school teachers were watching us during recess. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I, I cannot recall. I cannot recall a teacher coming in contact with me during recess. Not thinking neither, about it. Neither can I. And we were doing I, some pretty crazy I stuff. I also can't sometimes. recall half my re half my elementary school time. So, you know. That's true. You didn't even know who your teachers are, were. No, up. no. Uh, but we were playing some pretty crazy games um, growing up. Um, but it was very it was a very deep history right on this part because the yeah. show did attack these kind of things they they had a hierarchy they had king bob and they had all these people play different parts and they had the snitch and they had you know 
the um, different characters. Like Game of Thrones. Different characters that came in and out through the show. And, uh, you know, that was what was with the group is you had your trickster and you had your jock. But the jock wasn't really a jock. And the and the guy who was, you know, had all these feelings, he had an episode where he would get mad. And it would be, like, insane because he was, like, uh, you know. Like the big, Hulk? Yeah, like the Hulk. Yeah. But, no, it was, like, it was very much where they were trying to show that people can be more than what they're supposed to be because everyone was given a role, but then the characters would go beyond that role in order to interact mm-hmm. with other people that outside of their social group. That's cool. No way I'm taking a guy serious that calls himself King Bob. Hey, you keep, you, you respect King Bob. Listen. Was he a good character? Yeah, he was cool. He was cool. He had people like, I feel like carry him around. That seems, that seems like he's pretty cool, like a cool character. Yeah, like, unibrow. For having someone to carry someone around. Like, my name's King Bob. Like, why does he have to be king? And why are people carrying him around? He forced he, people to carry him around? He was This king. seemed like a cool character to me. You don't, you don't not carry around the king. And he had a unibrow before they were cool. The leader of the group, Theodore Jasper Detweiler, known as TJ, is almost never seen without his red baseball cap. He is very charismatic and is a quintessential leader. Vincent Pierre LaSalle, known as Vince, is the most athletic student in school, but still has compassion for his fellow students, despite being labeled a jock. Ashley Finichello Spinelli, known only by Spinelli, is a tomboy who can give the boys a run for their money in anything athletic. She has a bit of a temper and uses her intimidation to get much-needed information in many episodes. The other girl in the group is Gretchen Priscilla Grundler, who is a child prodigy. Along with her IQ, she has quite imagination and is a bit naive. Michael Bloomberg, known as Mikey, is tall and overweight, but is better known for his kind heart. He writes poetry, performs ballet, and is a pacifist. Last but not least is Gustav Patton Griswold, known as Gus. In the first episode titled The New Kid, Gus arrives at 3rd Street Elementary and is quickly integrated into the group. Gus comes from a military family and has moved around often. He is shy, but later reveals a leadership skill rivaling TJ's. Some of the key supporting characters are Muriel P. Finster, the key antagonist of the main characters. The elderly assistant teacher keeps an eye on the students during recess, enforcing all the rules. Principal Peter Prickley was a former student of 3rd Street and shows great anger at the students' antics. Randall J. Weems is a 4th grade student who is always telling Miss Finster of all the rule-breaking happening on the playground. King Bob is a 6th grade king of the playground. The Ashleys is a group of four girls all named Ashley. They are known as a stereotypical clique of girls, often putting down others resulting in them not being very popular. One aspect of the show that is great is the reoccurring minor characters that come into play through the whole series, like Hustler Kid, Swinger Girl, Upside Down Girl, Megan, The Diggers, Singing Kid, Butch, and much more. So which one are you guys? Oh, man, I don't know. Um, cool. I hmm. can say what my oh, favorite character was. Yeah? Who? TJ, I liked him. The main character? Wow. Yeah. Basic Sorry. much? I, th- I think Sorry. Alex's favorite character is King Bob. I liked King Bob. I don't really know who my favorite character was, honestly. But I liked all the all the side characters. Like, the Diggers were awesome, and Upside Down Girl played a role in a lot of episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she I, just, I, she I, just, I do vaguely remember She her. just hung Upside Down on a, on a jungle gym. That's it. That's all she did. So, a uh, question I have for you. Now, TJ and King Bob, did they ever, like, not see eye to eye? Yes. There would be many episodes where they would go against the grain of the what is known to be uh, the rules on the playground and what you can and cannot do. And uh, another character that's not a character but is a group is the kindergartners. They're, like, tribal. They're, like, uh, they always wore, like, feathers and they had their face painted and they wore, like, loincloths. Like, they were, like... They're like savages, the kindergartners, and everyone, everyone was afraid of them because they're unpredictable. Okay, so 
Muriel Finster, right? Yes. The first thing that you think of is, well, I think of was uh, Chucky Finster from the Rugrats, right? Okay. And he had similar yeah. co-producers. So yes. under on the Rhesus Wiki, uh, so fascinatingly, Muriel shares the same last name as Chucky Finster, one of the lead characters on Rugrats, uh-huh. another co-production of Paul Germain. This has led to many fans theorizing that Muriel is related to Chucky in some way, most likely through his dad's side of the family, which also means that Rugrats and Rhesus take place in the same universe. Okay. The most common and prominent theory about Muriel potentially being related to Chucky, which also takes into consideration on how she presumably was never married, is that she's a relative of Chucky's paternal grandfather, his dad's dad, Marvin Finster, most likely his sister or cousin, who shares similar views as Muriel when it comes to parenting and raising kids. Now, I don't know. I, I can't confirm this or not but there's a website that that has that said uh connected all along it's on tvtropes.org and it says that um i don't know again i can't confirm this but it says muriel finster from recess is shown to be chaz's aunt on his father's side making her chucky's great aunt hmm interesting oh okay here it is in Rugrats All Grown Up in the yes. episode Rip Pants fourth grade Chaz describes having his pants sewed up by his aunt Muriel oh that's really that's cool yeah it's a yeah, cool it little like uh, easter egg wow, wow that's pretty neat that is cool so nickelodeon I... is a rugrats is disney <laughs> same, universe. same universe yeah that's pretty cool uh, that's, i like that little that, that little, that's uh, nice that's history nice. is universal history is universal <laughs> <laughs> hey no one steal that <laughs> google that in three months Recess ended its series on November 5th, 2001, after six seasons, a total of 65 episodes. The success of the show allowed it to quickly become syndicated to channels like Toon Disney, Disney XD, and the Disney Channel, and now on Disney+. The series would continue with four movies. The first was Recess Schools Out, which premiered in theaters on February 16, 2001. The second film was released on VHS on November 6, 2001, titled Recess Christmas Miracle on 3rd Street. This movie was structured as four unrelated episodes, Principal for a Day, the Great Can Drive, Weekend at Muriel's, and yes, Mikey, Santa Does Shave. On December 9, 2003, Disney released the third Recess film, direct-to-video, titled Recess All Growed Up. It is a compilation of episodes, The Legend of Big Kid, Wild Child, and The Kindergarten Derb, plus a new story showing the main characters in kindergarten, revealing that Gus had gone to 3rd Street Elementary shortly during kindergarten. The last movie was another direct-to-video film titled Recess Taking the Fifth Grade. This was released on December 9, 2003, and was a compilation of three new stories, titled No More School, Grade 5 Club, and Recess Halloween. Recess even had a crossover with Lilo and Stitch, the series. TJ and the gang go on a school vacation to Hawaii and become mixed up with Dr. Amstavel and his henchman Gantu. Both Jermaine and Ensola Behair are very much open to a possible comeback by Recess, with many wondering what happened to these characters once they grew up. So I don't know about you guys, but I really enjoy um, any show or movie that gives you a, like a little glimpse into the future of what the yep. characters are doing later oh on. God, I like that Rugrats so all grown up series was really cool. I love when they show you with characters later in life. It's neat. Like, gives you a little bit extra. Oh my God. Okay. So I know you guys don't like Bluey, but Bluey, the newest season I saw, we've watched some of these episodes on YouTube. They're in black and white because they're new episodes. So you're not allowed to watch them really because they're on Disney plus yet because they aired in Australia. And then when they start to air again, then they go on Disney Plus. So some people put on YouTube, and I guess one way to get around the whole thing is you put them in black and white. Hmm. So one of the new episodes was the parents back in when they first back in, I guess it was the '80s, and it was the parents telling a story about how they were when they kids, and I thought that was awesome. I love stuff that like that, that. is really cool. 
What's Bluey, yeah, by the way? Is that a um Shut up. You know what Bluey is. I did not but I you, Joe, you brought up earlier. I did not know there was um all these movies. Even though some of them they're not technically movies, they're like three or four episodes in like a reel. Um but new episodes nonetheless. And uh I've never seen this, so I'm actually interested in watching these. Especially ones with them in uh fifth fifth grade. Is that what I said? Fifth grade? Yeah. Yeah, fifth grade, that's cool. They're still because uh, um, I'm interested to see how they evolve in the playground hierarchy as they get older. How so, long before they, we get a live action recess? Well, I it's only a matter of time, right? A live action by Disney? Yeah, I don't think it would ever happen. You don't think so? Nah, I don't think. I don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough uh, people behind it to make it happen. I don't think it's worth their their the work. I don't think. The, I don't think they'd ever do it. I like how they have these holiday specials. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. I was watching. I was watching uh, what's coming up on Marvel kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And did you know there was a there's going to be a Guardians of Galaxy holiday spe- special? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm really excited for that. And, and the, the guy's like, and you have to watch it because it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be canon and like like give you information. Oh wow! It's probably gonna be funny too. It's, it's probably gonna be really funny. I hope it's supposed oh, to be, yeah. gonna be a cartoon, right? I don't know, but if it is cartoon, I hope they go the route of Star Wars holiday special. That'd be Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Ross Malinger provided the original. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Ross Malinger provided the original voice of TJ for the first two seasons, but due to his voice breaking, he was replaced by Andrew Lawrence. Ross Malinger would reprise his role in Recess All Grown Up. Gretchen eventually reveals that she has a unique talent with yo-yos, and Spinelli reveals that she is a great artist, though she says she only does it to blow off steam. TJ has an older sister named Becky who is seen in the Recess movie Skulls Out. She was voiced by Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, I love Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, Melissa explained it all, right? A Canadian professional wrestler goes by the name Casey Spinelli, which she later said was inspired by Spinelli from Recess. It is revealed that the Ashleys all have little brothers known as the Tylers and little sisters known as the Britneys. King Bob was previously the prankster prince before becoming king. He handed the title of prankster prince down to TJ. A little tongue twister. <laughs> it is a little bit, man. But this, like this just tells you that when TJ becomes a sixth grader, which is the highest in the school, he will most likely become king. Oh, really? Well, if, if Bob was the prankster prince and became king... Why can't TJ become king when he's a prankster prince? <laughs> oh, man. I really need to watch when they're in fifth grade because who's king? Because Bob would have oh. moved on to seventh grade into a different school. Do, yeah, they, have a, do they have a recess mod on CK3, Alex? You <laughs> <laughs> should make one. <laughs> we here at DizHiz think Recess was an amazing animated series. It was more than just an entertaining show and really guided a generation towards the possibility of life outside of a box. Hey, you want to hear something really cool, Alex? Sure do. So let me tell you a little bit about the Goof Troop, Alex. Do you know about the Goof Troop? I kind of do. Well, it's a great way to support the show. You get access to our live shows, which is like a total mess. Oh, it's a total mess. I edit it, and I have to sit there and make sure it sounds professional. Yeah, and it's not at all. Uh, we do giveaways, you know, a couple times a month. We're yeah. always giving away wax melts. We're giving away candles. You I know. know. We're giving away books. It's not fair because I can't be in the giveaways because I'm a host. I always try to get in the giveaways, but uh, yeah, it's really not right if I join in, right? No. 
But you can support us for as low as $2 a month, and you can get access to all of these things. Just for $2? Yeah, just for $2. Wow. In our Discord chat, I mean, our Discord chat is off the chain. It is awesome. It's a lot of fun. We have made lifelong friends in Mm -hmm. our Discord chat. It's bumping, Uh, as the kids would say. It is bumping, as the kids are saying. And you can, uh, you know, we have a bunch of great Patreon members that keep our chat super active. There's so many great members that I look forward to every morning to wake up and to talk to every day. So where do you get join this Patreon? So, oh, good question there, Alex. All you have to do is go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. On the very top, there's a Goof Troop link. Just hit the Goof Troop link. It takes you to our Patreon, and there's so many different ways you can support our show. And as low as $2 a month. As low as $2 a month. And it helps us keep our website up. It helps us with advertising, you know. So for as low as $2 a month, you can help support our show. You can help us advertise to get our show out there from, to more people so they can listen. And so we, because we love to interact with fans. We love interacting with everyone. Um, so go ahead and join and join our Discord. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. So right now we are be, we're, we are going to be giving away two wax melts of the Diz His smell, right? Hey, I so just got that in the mail today. Not going to oh, lie. Oh, you did? What'd you think? We didn't put it in the thing yet, but smelling it smelled delicious. Really? Yeah, so yes, it smelled we're so good. We're giving away two. Give it, two. A, give it a little okay, nibble. Give it a little nibble. Give it a little nibble. You can't eat them, Chris. I was like, mm. what's going to do? Someone's going to go ahead and call. Someone's going to eat it and then going to call that number, our number. And I'm just going to give them your real cell phone number. They can call <laughs> you. <laughs> oh. Jared. What? Congratulations, Jared. almost Ryan. That's, Jared. Oh, it was almost Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's exciting. Hey, yeah. Jared hasn't won in a while. I was getting really okay. nervous when it was, it was passing those Emily's. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh. Ryan. That's all right. That's all right. Congratulations. Wow. Steve, Steve almost lost to Steve. <laughs> Good job, Steve. Yeah, I didn't mix them up that time. I didn't mix them up. That's so congrats to Jared and Steve. You guys will be getting a Diz His Wax Mouth from Three Cheeky Chicks. And next time you want to think, next time you listen to the podcast, just smell the, the wax melt while you're listening. and you're, It's like you're in the room with me. That's what Alex smells like. That's actually, that's the reason why we got that smell. We sent a sample of his musk into mm-hmm. um, Three Cheeky Chicks and they reverse engineered it to, yeah. uh, to our... I didn't shower mouth. for like five days and then I sweat into a cup. Surprisingly, uh, Alex smells like ice cream and strawberry. It's because he eats it. Yeah, because that's, what, it, that's yeah. what happens when your diet is fully just ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he ate for like two weeks, and then we were like, "Let's we'll see if we can make it him smell like ice cream." So, good news, by the way, Ryan and I both have something in common. Uh, he said, "I didn't want to win a wax melt anyway. They give me heartburn." <laughs> <laughs> Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. 
The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyAscended.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyAscended.com, promo code DizHiz20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyAscended.com. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. This is this is Review. So this review, you know, we uh, watched Doctor Strange, the first one. Great movie. See, before Doctor Strange, before the first movie, I had no idea about Doctor Strange. I didn't really know anything about the character. Mm -hmm. So I was really not looking forward to it. But after the first movie, I liked Doctor Strange. And I kind of got interested in the character. I wouldn't say he's like my favorite character. But I like him better than like Black Widow or Hawkeye, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he's I think he's a cool character. I love the movie. I love the bad guy in the movie. I, lo- I love how he defeated the movie at the very end. So mm-hmm. um, definitely enjoyed it. What do you guys think of Doctor Strange, Alex? I, I like Doctor Strange. Like you, I didn't know anything about Doctor Strange. Not, not a big fan of this whole magic being in the Marvel Universe because it's like, oh, now there's magic. Like, give me a break. Magic? Come on. Like, come on. Pull a, a bunny on your hat. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of. Is that too, is magic too much for you? But some I guy just turning into a big I green monster. Like, Whoa! Magic is where I cross the line. When you when you saw someone in half, it's just so unbelievable. But you know, someone turned into Hulk. Yes, that's more believable. No, I just heroes who have like mythical powers and have like these these things, and you guys, the guys are like, oh, I just focus really hard and turn my hands, and then magic happens. But you know, after watching it, Doctor Strange, I like how. Now I don't know. He's I imagine he's like this comics because they did really good job matching comic books. But I like how he's kind of like a Tony Stark in the way of he's like I was gonna say sassy, but he's not a woman, so he's not sassy. He's <laughs> it's like arrogant. Well, yeah, I mean, he was like one of the best like what surgeons in the area. So usually yeah. surgeons, I guess, have that oh, persona yes. of being arrogant. That was a really good opening of how he became who he is. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love. <laughs> I love when Peter Parker's like, I'm sorry, he's like, I'm Doctor, I'm Doctor, I'm, Doctor, I'm Peter Parker, I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our code names. <laughs> but no, I think it's really good. I am looking forward to watching the new movie, but I am not a fan of when they go into the mirror world. Is that what it's called? The mirror dimension. Mirror dimension. Everything gets all weird and mm-hmm. like so dysfunctional. Like, I'm not a big fan of that, watching that. So I actually have why, an opposite. Why not? Op- yeah, why? I, I just get, it just seems like nothing is real and it's just nonsense happening on the screen. That's the point though, is that nothing but, is re- like, like it's happening like, in an alternate dimension. It kind of reminds me of Inception. Remember that movie? Yes, with Leonardo exactly. DiCaprio? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it does. I saw uh, the original Doctor Strange, which I think is actually probably one of my favorite origin movies. It's a, I, I think it's a really good origin movie. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch plays Doctor Strange so well. But uh, I saw it in uh, 3D and my palms were so sweaty 
when they're like falling off the buildings and stuff in the mirror dimension. Yeah. Very, very, very uneasy, but like in a good way. I, um, I went to a Marvel exhibit at the, uh, it's called the Franklin Institute by my house. And you actually mm-hmm. get to walk through like the mirror dimension. It was really cool. Cause there was like, um, believe it or not, there's mirrors like all over the place. <laughs> and, um, it was really Did you like cool. walk into any mirrors. No, man. Cause I, 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 I dabble in the mirror dimension. So I was used to, oh, okay. so you, I knew, help Emily you, felt like a, you felt like at home though. Yes. I've dabbled. Okay. I've dabbled. Um, yeah, no, I really like, I really, really like the original doctor strange. Um, the the mirror dimension in the second movie uh, we'll talk about in a little bit. I won't give any spoilers, but it is. Uh, I guess I'll just talk about it now since we're talking about the mirror dimension. Sure. The um, so somebody gets put into the mirror dimension and like they can escape through mirrors. Like so, it's like kind of kind of stupid actually. But um, like cover the reflections, cover the mirrors. Like oh, so if you cover the mirrors, they can't come out. Okay. Anyway, so I give the mirror dimension like a seven out of ten. But Doctor Strange. One, I'd probably, I'd probably rank that like a seven, seven out of ten. Actually, you didn't rank it on IMDb. I did actually, and I think I probably ranked it a six or a seven. Go ahead um, and tell us what you ranked when, when you are looking that up. Um, my favorite part is at the very end where Doctor Strange pretty much defeated the monster by being a five-year-old and it's asked the same question over and over again. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave it a six out of ten. Oh really? It'd be, a, like, it'd be, it would be a high six. It would be a high six. When I rank Marvel movies, I have to rank them like I have to compare them all to each other. So it's harder to rank. Like as a standalone movie, it's probably isn't a great movie, but like in the MCU, like you have to rank because you, you can't rate this an an eight or a nine because what would you know the original yeah, Avengers be? You know yeah. what I mean? So you have to kind of be weird with it. This is like a mid-tier because I did make a ranking of the MC, MCU movie. This is like a middle. And you shared path. it in our Discord, I think. I did. Yep, it is on the um, it is on our Discord under Movie Talk. Um, I I do have uh, Doctor Strange in the middle of the pack. Now, I mean, I look at these things critically do, like, from an entertainment standpoint. I really like this movie. It's very entertaining. Doctor Strange is a really cool character, but the magic thing is weird, Alex. I do agree with you. Um, I I think that if you were born with magic, it would make more sense, kind of like a mutant type thing, like yeah. Scarlet Witch. Yes. But like the fact that like anyone can be a sorcerer is kind of weird. Yeah. I just don't get that. That was one of the weak. You, you saw um, Spider-Man No Way Home, right? Yes. That was one of the weakest points I think in that movie is Ned opening up portals. Yeah. I thought that was like like what? Like that was that that's what like the movie was obviously it was an awesome movie, but like there was huge, huge problems with it. And that was one of them. It's like why anyone can just like wiggle their finger and, and bring people in from the multiverse. Like, it's just like, like what, what, what does this even mean? So yeah, the, the, the magic in the Dr. Strange movies is definitely weird, but I do, I do enjoy it. So I definitely still enjoy it. Hey, this is AJ for the D plus club where we cover all things Disney plus each week. I'll bring you the latest news and rumors as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the U S and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club where between May 23rd and 29th, we'll be watching the descendants. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the sorcerer radio discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the new Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D Plus Club with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. 
And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, what did you guys do in the world of Disney? Obviously, we had, you know, Jen miss out. She went to Disney. So we're going to talk about her Disney trip next week to yep. Disneyland. Um, I didn't do too much. It was a really busy week for me. Uh, Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney? Oh, man, I watched a movie that I think everyone was waiting for to come out this week. Um, it's Sneakerella. And uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty good. Uh, What's it about? So, yeah, give us a give us a 15 second synopsis. So that's if, all I think I can take. Of it. OK, so my daughter's five. That's why we watched it. But no, it does not get a magic point, Ryan. Uh, Sneakerella's about it's a gender swap story of Cinderella. So instead of Cinderella's is a, a boy named Ella L. Actually, his name's L. And he finds a princess because her father sells shoes because he's a basketball player and his, her father goes by the king. So she is a princess because he's a king and that's kind of uh, cool and they run into each other and then you're like oh well how do they not see each other at the thing they did see each other later at the a ball that was happening and she knew who he was like we were confused we're like well how is she not gonna know who he was they saw each other earlier and this isn't like magical times you know there's no dr strange here so <laughs> we were wondering about that and they did know each other it was fine um but she, he had a evil uh stepfather and he had two evil stepbrothers so um, they kind of changed it up in that sense. It was like a ginger swamp version of it. And it takes place in New York. And uh, it was, you know, it wasn't bad. It was, there was music in it, but the music wasn't that great. Um, the story was interesting. I remember we were watching it and um, my daughter was going to go stay with her grandma the next day. And my, her, she's like, can I go watch it at grandma's? I was like, no, because I want to see the ending. Christine's like, I'm glad you said that because I want to see the ending too. <laughs> that sounds cool. I do appreciate when Disney comes up with new ideas. So yeah, it was it was an it was a yeah. nice new take on the Cinderella story. Yeah, that is cool. I, I could see how a, a kid or a man child would like that. Yeah, man child. Uh, if you're a man child, you definitely may enjoy it. So Alex, what else did you do? Did you do something else? Nah, that's it. Chris, did you do anything in the world of Disney? I finally got to go see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, how was yeah. it? I'll tell you what. Um, when I first watch a movie, I, sometimes my opinions change after days go by. I think it held up. My opinion for this movie really held up. I really, really liked it a lot. And then even in the days that followed me thinking about it over and over again, I, I still really liked it a lot. It was a very fresh take on um, on a Marvel movie. It was. It reminded me of... Like you, you watch the Thor movies and then all of a sudden Taika Waititi comes in and puts out Thor Ragnarok and it's just a totally different tune. You have James Gunn direct Guardian of the Galaxy and it's just a totally different tune of movie. 
you have Sam, uh, I don't know, Sam Ramey, Sam, Ryan, Sam Ramey, Ramey. Uh, he directed this movie and you could just tell it was a Sam Raimi movie. Like it was a, it was a thriller. It was more of a thriller than it was an action movie. It was, uh, there were scary moments. There was pretty violent moments in the movie. And, but <clears throat> it was an entertaining movie that it definitely expanded on the ideas of the multiverse, which is really all I wanted out of the movie. Um, if you go in with expectations of like, you know, every single Marvel hero from every single, you know, universe is going to be in this movie, then you're going to be let down. So don't go in there with high expectations of that, but definitely go in with expectations of being entertained. It was a very, very like entertaining movie. Um, I liked it probably. I mean, it's really hard to compare it to the first one because it would basically be like comparing the Thor movies They're just on totally different levels. Um, it was a good movie. I, I'd, I'd recommend anyone, um, anyone to go see that movie. It was fun. You definitely need some understanding of the MCU or it wouldn't be, but. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a fun movie and they kind of um they they bring um what if kind of on the big screen which is shown in the trailers you can see uh in the trailers you see uh agent carter shield so they you know you see obviously see more of that in the movie which was really cool to see the cartoon actually playing a role in you know in, in the movie so you see that the cartoons that they put out are just as important as the live action i enjoyed it a lot can't wait for you guys to watch it so i can hear what, uh, what you guys have to think about it yeah i've heard so when jen reviewed it it just came out, mm-hmm. and uh, so now more people have seen it and have heard people's opinions on it, and a lot of people are kind of let down on it. Uh, and I was curious about your take because you're more of um, you're 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 critical, but you're fair, I think. And uh, so I was interested in what your view on it is. And yeah, I think I think I would. It's a movie that if you're going into expectations, you're right. You're going to be let down. Because a lot yeah. of people were let down because they're like, oh, I thought this was going to happen. I thought this was going to happen. It didn't happen. Exactly. And it's like, well, you know, why would they do all that? That's a lot of work. Um, Honestly, yeah. it was too cool of a movie for it to not be good. Like, it was just like the whole movie was just cool. And it was two hours and six minutes, I believe. The length of it, I had no problem with. I mm-hmm. thought, but since it was a shorter movie, there was like something was happening every single minute of the movie. It was like a roller coaster from start to finish, but in a good way. I, I don't know. It was the visuals were awesome. The um, fan service was awesome. I really liked it. The introduction of uh, America Chavez was really cool. And really just the introduction of being able to travel from multiverse to multiverse was uh, was really cool. So definitely it's definitely one of those movies that's just going to that that has intro- it doesn't do much for actually by the end it does do a lot for doctor strange but it does i think it does way more for the um the like it's a very important phase 0 if you will movie going forward to this next uh you know i don't know if it's going to be secret war saga or whatever it's going to be but um or secret invasion i'm not sure but it's cool. I, I, I really like it's definitely going to play a huge role in, you know, moving forward for sure, which I I love those type of movies, you know. That's the his on recess. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.
Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on. 